You're listening to the Junto Podcast, a podcast about leadership, faith, community, and pretty much anything else that you want to talk about. Visit us at www.juntopodcast.com. That's J-U-N-T-O podcast.com. Thanks for stopping by and enjoy the show. Hey guys, welcome to the Junto Podcast. Uh, and as always, we are extremely excited to be with you today for our first podcast release of 2023. And joining me, as always, is my ultra lovely bride, Heather. Heather, how you doing, girl? Ultra lovely. Yeah. I like that new vocabulary word. Yeah, I'm excited. Uh, this year, we are going to dig in and get some meat, get some good uh, practical, functional uh, information and uh, things, knowledge that we can use, and hopefully, you know, it'll help you out. That's right. Uh, as Heather mentioned, one of our goals uh, as our podcast, you know, we always try to have great conversation, but we want to become a resource uh, for our listeners. And in addition to to having some good conversation starters, we actually want to provide some resources. And we thought it would be a great idea uh, to be focused spiritually for our first release of 20. 2023, and we thought that it would be cool to talk about uh, some Bible words. Now, if you never joined the Junto podcast, we are a podcast about leadership, faith, community, with a host of varied topics. And with that, uh, let's just dive right into our first podcast release. Can you believe yeah. another year? Uh, no, I'm excited. I'm excited about this new year. It did go fast. It's it's in blink. Uh, yeah, so we actually wanted to look at some words. There's some typical Christian biblical words, but not everybody, you know, they may have heard the word, but they don't exactly know what it means. They may have a little bit of an understanding, but we wanted to go a little bit deeper and explain some of these words that you may hear um, on Sundays or, you know, in our podcast. Uh, so that's what we're going to do today. Yeah, I love that, you know, because... What makes podcasting unique is that really, you know, you can you can have conversations, right? Like you can draw things out. Whereas on a Sunday morning, you you know, you're you're we're fortunate enough to be fed and get a great word, yeah, but with right. really a podcast, you can kind of really outline things. And this is the first part of hopefully several that we'll have throughout the year uh, called Bible Words Explained. And we we thought that uh, just to explain some of these words, and as we go through the year and talk about more words, they're going to become more complex and more complex. Uh, but we thought we would start out with some words that are probably basic, uh, but nonetheless, we we feel like it's important just to get an understanding of some of those words. So Bible Words Explained, part one, you're joining us now. <laughs> right now. Right okay. now. So everyone's heard this word. The first one that we're going to talk about is grace. Uh, you hear folks say, you know, I don't deserve God's grace or right. God's grace is good. Uh, if if it weren't for God's grace, yes, such and such. So we're going to talk about grace. I love that. Uh, and grace is one of God's attributes. Um, it's, if I could say in my limited, uh, <laughs> I don't know, brain power or whatever, <laughs> it's God's free, undeserved love mm. for us or his favor for us. I like it's that. we can't earn it. There's nothing we can do. We can try with our good works, but it, it's not how it works. It is given freely. Right. 
You know, we, we all sin, we all fall short. Uh, and because of uh, the atonement and what Jesus Christ did for us, we aren't punished for our sins wow. as we should be. Um, Isn't that awesome? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. Just listen to you say that. It's, it brings comfort. Uh, like it's comforting to my spirit to understand that, to have an understanding of that. But uh, yeah, expound on that. What else she got about grace? Yeah, I actually have a scripture that I want to read. And this is in Romans. It's Romans 11, 5 through 6 that kind of goes uh, into it. Even so then, at this present time, there is a remnant according to the election of grace. And if by grace, then it is no longer of works. Mm. Otherwise, grace is no longer grace. Like if you, you know, if we could earn it, then it's not grace. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't go together. But if it is of works, it is no longer grace. Otherwise, work is no longer work. Wow. So it's, you know, it has to be free. It has to be given freely. We have our free agency, our free choice, and... You know, we can't earn God's love. It's there. That's comforting because I fall short every day and I yeah. do not deserve it. Oh, man. I, so. it's, it's bad. Read this right here, too, because I, yeah. I thought that was interesting how it works okay. it there, too, right. from systematic theology. Yeah. I love that. So uh, the grace of God in our redemption is in Christ is God's free, sovereign, undeserved favor or love to man in his state of sin mm. and guilt, which manifests itself in the forgiveness of sin and deliverance from his justice. Wow. And we're going to talk about justification here in a little bit. So that goes right along with that. But yeah. Wow. I love that. You know, and the, a lot of times when we read scripture or we read it, uh, we, we may not have an understanding of exactly what it's saying, and that's why we encourage you guys to really dig into commentary or to get books like Systematic Theology that can help explain uh, some of the words. Because uh, I love I love how it broken down, God's free, sovereign, undeserved favor or love to man. Undeserved. Undeserved. Wow. Yeah. And to think that as Give believers, that, you know, as sons and daughters, we get... The undeserved mm. grace of God. Wow. Right. Very comforting. Cool. Comforting. 100% comforting. You got uh, the next one? Yeah, I do. Uh, and we are going to move right into, and you just mentioned this, we're going to move yep. right into justification. Now, keep in mind, we're doing this two or three times throughout the year, so there's going to be more words and more opportunities. But, you know, one of the things we hear. Uh, a lot from pulpits or when I guess it's just a churchy word is the idea of justification. Mm -hmm. Now, if I could, and I'm going to follow your lead on this, just try to put this in my own words, and then I'm going to refer to this. I guess being justified, I think about an attorney or someone who is representing us. Let's say I messed up and uh, I need someone to represent me or, or the fact that I am justified in who I am or what I do. And that's this process of justification. And we'll post a link to this particular article. Uh, a lot of this is from our own study, but also a particular article that we're reading. But it says this, uh, and then I'm going to read from Romans, without understanding how they are justified in Christ, Christians may wrongly think their own works, good or bad, could keep them in or out of God's kingdom. 
kingdom. Mm-hmm. The Bible says, here we go, the Bible says that we are declared righteous in Christ, and this is a legal verdict and not something that God sees inside of us. I love this, and it went right back to that analogy of, of law, uh, like a legal verdict. So we are declared righteous in Christ. When we take that name of Christ upon ourselves, and we are now justified. And I want to read to you from Romans, and I have this marked for convenience here, but this is Romans uh, chapter 4, verse 5, and make sure I'm in the right place here. It says, but to him who does not work, but believes on him who justifies the ungodly, his faith is accounted for righteousness. I'm going to read that again, okay? But to him who does not work, but believes, okay, so there's a a key word here with justification, uh, but believes. But to him who does not work, but believes on him who justifies the ungodly, his faith is accounted for as righteousness. So justification, uh, just uh, if you have to think about that, think about it in that, I guess, those legal terms. We are justified and we are righteous. Well, and God is a just God. Mm. So the fact that we do sin and sin is punishable, someone has to be punished for those sins. So wow. Christ took that upon himself. Yeah. He re- he received our punishment because God is just and there it's like, you know, someone uh goes to court like you said and they commit a crime. Yeah. And they're charged they're guilty. They're guilty mm. of this crime. There's a punishment that has to take place. That's why it's called justice. You know, wow, when something good. happens, I said, you know, when something happens <laughs> in the world and someone is wronged, we want justice. We cry yeah. for justice, justice, justice. That's it. But in this instance with our sins, we're like, "Oh, wait. Do we want justice? Because if so, then we deserve punishment for our sins. That's fantastic. But because God is just and He doesn't waver, He doesn't change, that's why Christ took upon our sins and, and died on the cross and was punished for our sins. And and because of that, we now don't get the justice that, that is due us. Deserve. Right, that we deserve. Right. Now we are justified right. in Christ and basically... Uh, we have been justified, and, and it's now I'm pure, right? right? Even though I know how dirty and stained I am now. Yes, uh, you are. From a <laughs> from a representation standpoint, yeah. you know, it's like yeah. my attorney came up and said, you know, he's good, he's clear. Yeah, he's yeah. clear. And, uh, you know, I think it's important that we have a good understanding of these terms. Right. As basic as right. these uh, particular opening terms might be, I think it's just very important that we get a reminder. Because remember, we always talk a lot about mental health, but if you don't have uh, the identity of who you are, And if you're a believer, guess what? Your identity has changed. The Bible says that we're now a new creation, and that's why this talk of identity and understanding these concepts and words are very important. So, You keep saying that these are basic words, but, you know, to me, I I learn every day, and I've learned more and more um, the older that I've gotten, but some of these, it takes a little bit to get your brain wrapped around them. That's true. And to really get a true understanding. That's great. So yes. the more we study, the more you're in the Word, the more you hear it, the easier it is to digest. Right. And wrap your brain and understand it. Yeah. 
Very, very good. So. Very true. All right, you got the next one for us. Ah, uh, let's see, where are we at? Sanctification. We hear that a lot. It's a big churchy we word. hear that a lot. Yeah. You know, we hear someone say, "I'm still being sanctified," which we are every day. The process of sanctification. Um, so let me just read read here what I've got. Sure. Uh, let's see. So. Um, the Holy Spirit indwells every believer and is at work conforming them to the image of Christ. You know, we say we we are born and or we were created in God's image, but we are every day trying to become more and more Christ-like. Right. And that is the process of sanctification. Uh, uh, Christians should be diligent to grow in godliness and be confident, as the Apostle Paul writes, that he who began a good work in you will begin it to completion at the day of Jesus Christ. So that is, in a nutshell, the process and ending in sanctification that we that the Lord has created a uh, work in us. Yeah. And as we talked about earlier, with sin and justification, we fail every day. Yeah. Yeah. But Getting up and trying again, uh, continuing, moving forward and saying, Lord, you know, I'm going to do better. I'm going to try harder. Process of repentance. Yeah. All of that is mixed in with the process of sanctification. I love it. Read these two parts. and You don't have to read the words in parentheses, but I sure. love it. It says uh, that sanctification uh, in Christ consists of two parts. And what are those two parts? Yeah. So the dying of the old self. Love that. Yeah, you know, our past and the things, the way that we used to be, the way we used to think, as far as our nature, mm. man's nature, which right. is rebellion, you know, uh, which consists of a heartfelt sorrow that we have offended God by our sin and more and more hate it and mm. flee from wow. it. So that's wow. the first part. That's awesome. And then the second part, living unto God, which consists of a heartfelt joy in God through Christ and a love and delight to live according to His will in all good works. Wow. I love that. You know, like we said, we you can't earn God's love and favor. It's, it's there, regardless of if you want it or not, it's there. Um, for all those who believe and take upon His name. Uh, so... That's sanctification. Man, that's great. I love it. Two parts, dying of the old self, that's hating your sin. And mm -hmm. the more you go in Christ, it says that you you realize you offended God and you want to flee from that. Mm -hmm. And then the living unto God. So dying of the old self and living unto God. And that's a heartfelt joy in God right. through Christ. So perfect. Yeah. Thanks. Thank it's you for that. Stuff. And it is good to know. You know, I don't think that we... Uh, we understand, and, and we when we're preaching, we talk about being sanctified, but now we're able to say, guess what? Okay, well, what is sanctification? Well, that's part of my old nature dying. That's part of it, and understanding that I don't want to be that person anymore, but it's living unto God. It's having the righteousness of God uh, in me and living with a new nature and a new understanding, mm -hmm. and, and that's the process of sanctification. Well, and like you said earlier, you know, turning away from the sin turning you despise that you know when you when you realize and you have the knowledge of okay this is sin this is goes this goes against what god wants for my life his right. will then you because of his undeserved love and unconditional love undeserved, it's like okay wow yeah. you have a want and that desire to please him and 
those things that you used to do don't look as good as they did. Man. They don't have the pull that they used to. They don't on you, and that's where that's where the light bulb goes off. It's like, oh wow, okay, I don't have to live that way. Right. I can change and be better. Yeah, I'm gonna mess up again, but I'm trying. Yeah, and it's crazy that you know even when you do mess up, you feel that old dang mm. man. Dad you know, it. yeah, and that that's how that's when you know you're changing, guys. Yeah. You know, because yeah. if we if we are not changing, and if it's just status quo, then guess what? Your sin, your your sin, uh, your problems, your mistakes are not going to affect you, right? But when you begin to understand that you're a new creation and yeah. you do those things, man, it wears on you because now it's against your new nature, and you you're like, God, I hate that. You know, I really I want to be more like Christ. I don't want to keep falling into those old yeah. patterns or into the old trap. Mm-hmm. And that is sanctification. Right. You're working out your salvation and you're dying to the old self and you're living unto God in this new way. And it's, mm-hmm. man, it's a beautiful thing. I think this yeah. might be one of my favorite words, you yeah. know, <laughs> just just reading this and talking about it right. really brings this word alive to me. And I, I talk about it and preach about it, but really mm-hmm. breaking this down in this way yeah. Uh, it's eye-opening. It is. Good stuff. Uh, good stuff. Good stuff. I think the last word that we're going to yes. talk about today, and now if you're like me, I know you want to keep going. You want to keep going. We talk about new keep words. Talking. But this is just part one. That's the good news. Yeah. And that means there's going to be a part two and a part three. There's mice. Part four, and there's mice. Uh, but the final word I want to talk about, and this is not so basic because these are... It's a, not. Yeah, it's not. It's not it's at not. all. It is imputation, mm-hmm. uh, and that's not, no, it's not amputation. You ain't getting nothing cut off, although uh, <laughs> it, I guess we could probably tie that we in somehow. We could cut somehow. our sin off, you <laughs> yeah, know, we cut sin. It off. We cut See, off. that's church. You know, this is imputation with an I. Imputation with an I. Mm-hmm. Uh, and let me just read, sometimes just reading is, is the best way, but yep. the doctrine of imputation is one of the most undertaught teachings in the church today. Uh, and we believe every Christian needs to know to know about this. So God essentially credits to us the righteousness of Christ. And how does he do this? Well, it comes by faith alone, which is also God's gift to us in Christ. Additionally, our sin is credited to Christ, who, though he knew no sin, was punished, yeah. uh, or as the word tells us, was made sin for us. And all who trust in him have that salvation. So, uh, man, what a beautiful, beautiful thing, because God credits to us his righteousness. And in return, we get to credit God. We got the long end of that stick, you know. Why would would God want our dirt and our shame and our sin? Think about that. And see, this this is why this is important. Oh, gosh. Imputation. Right. God has imputed mm-hmm. onto us mm-hmm. his righteousness. Mm-hmm. And in the process, all of my junk and my filth, uh, I had the opportunity when I called on the name of Jesus to give him all of those right. things. Yeah. So essentially imputation, and I'm going to read Martin Luther's yes, words. please. Because it really helps to... Center it. Martin Luther called this the great exchange. So, you mm. know, when there's an exchange, Fantastic. each party gets something, right? That's what it means to exchange. Christ's righteousness 
was counted to us. So we received his, his righteousness, mm. and our sin was counted to him. So he took our wow. sin. It doesn't seem very fair to yeah. Jesus, does it? Um, you can also think of this as double this double imputation as a balance sheet. You know, when you do your checkbook, I love that you have credits and you have debits. Yeah, right. Uh, Christ's assets are on one side; our liabilities are on the other. God doesn't look at our hearts and judge us as righteous based on our holiness. Thank goodness, wow. because it's yeah. not there. Rather, we are judged as righteous because of the perfect work of Christ that is imputed to us. Imputed. Not amputed, so, no. but imputed. Imputed to us. So we don't have to be punished for our sin because God imputed the punishment to Christ who bore it on the cross for us. Man, that is so complex. Think about it. There's a lot going on mm. with this particular word, a lot going on. Yeah. God is giving us righteousness. We're giving him uh, our sin. Yeah. And not only that, but now God takes away the punishment that we were supposed to yeah. get. So now our punishment is taken away, and Jesus bore that punishment on the cross. Wow. So when Christ was on the cross, he took all of our guilt and shame and sin and uh, lack of empathy, just anything, anything that's not good. Uh, and now, because of that, we can live an abundant life. That's just it. See, right. I think it's one thing to understand these words, but... It's another to really allow these words to change you, mm-hmm. to change your thoughts, mm-hmm. to change your behaviors. And yeah. uh, man, really good yeah. stuff. And this is the good news that we are called to share with the world. I mean, this is the best news. How how the can best. you know something like this and not share it with everyone else? Yeah, that's what we're called to do. We are called to share the gospel and tell about Jesus and what he did and about that love, because I tell you what, this world is, you know, life is good, but there's there's some there's some crazy stuff happening. There's some crazy folks out there, and it's hard sometimes to see the good. But when you do know that there is hope, and His name is Jesus, you have to share it. You have to tell the world. You have to. And uh, just to read an accompanying scripture with this, this is 2 Corinthians 5. 21, for he made him who knew no sin to be sin for us that we might become the righteousness of God in him. Uh, And it essentially uh, is just a confirmation of all that we've said and that God made him who knew no sin to be sin for us that we might become the righteousness of God in him. So very, very powerful words, very, very powerful Mm -hmm. concepts. Uh, and we hope that you get an opportunity to marinate over these things, uh, to think about that, uh, to add these to your vocabulary and your life. And any any other thoughts that you have uh, just about the goodness of God or any of these words? Yeah, um, I, I learned some more. I was able to get fed through the study that we did uh, preparing for this podcast, so I'm grateful for that. But yeah, I'm just excited about this year and digging deep and um, sharing sharing what we learn and, and what we get from our study and preparing for these podcasts. 
That's it. We're excited uh, that you joined us today. If uh, you heard anything that you like or you just want to be part of these conversations. You better have liked all of you it. You better liked all of them because it ain't even about <laughs> it's us. It's good information. It's good stuff, man. It's about Jesus. And guess what? This yeah. is uh, as a result of that. This is about us, too, because our identity, you know, people yeah. are struggling out there. People are hurting. Yeah. And if they just understand right. uh, that there is hope uh, and his name is Jesus, but it doesn't just end in in knowing that, that there is a true life change that can happen mm-hmm. in our lives. And uh, life is hard, man. Uh, but man, there's so much out there. And we, we would love it if you would join us on this journey. You can join us uh, or follow us at the juntopodcast.com. That's J-U-N-T-O podcast.com. Uh, from there, you can get a link right to our YouTube. And we'd, we'd appreciate it if you would subscribe, uh, like our content, comment on it. We'd love to hear your thoughts and your feedback. And again, we're just excited about 2023. Stick around. We'll be announcing uh, some other cool segments that we have coming up. But this is just the first or or part one of several Bible words explained that we'll be doing throughout the year. Any final thoughts, Heather? Nope. Um... Nope, we're good. Nope, she's good. (laughs) Well, good deal. Well, guys, we appreciate you joining us for our first podcast release of 2023. We're stoked for the year, and we look forward to an amazing time with you. Thanks for tuning in, and be blessed. Bye. Take care. Thank you for listening to the Junto Podcast. We hope you enjoyed the show. You can find our link to YouTube and social media at juntopodcast.com. Remember to subscribe, like, and follow. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time.